And welcome everyone to the Jeanette Byro podcast. I am so thrilled to have you guys here joining in as we dive into the world of expanding consciousness. I am a medium, a channeler, and this podcast is an outlet for me to share messages from the Ascended Masters to light beings to archangels and more. And especially, I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much, as always, for joining me on the podcast. I am so grateful to be here with my voice back. I had lost my voice there for a little while, but it's back. And I'm excited to talk today about mistakes. This episode is all about mistakes and how we can really learn from it and reframe them in our mind without ignoring the impact of it. So this really follows on the heels of the Uh, Wheel of Karma podcast that I did. And karma, if we do, I mean, if you missed that episode, definitely go back and check it out. But the idea of karma is the soul wishes to experience wholeness, right? The light and the dark, the good and the bad, the highs and the lows, because within those two extremes, we get the experience of wholeness. And so that is the whole reason we come into an earth life, is we choose to come into a third dimensional embodiment and consciousness with the hope and desire, for the most part, to grow through that experience into higher consciousness. It is an undertaking to come to earth. It is a true soul's choice to come to earth to experience the polarity and the duality that is so much earthly life. And if you think of it, it's kind of like the lotus, right? Like the lotus has to move through layers of gunk and mud and then through kind of soupy pond waters to finally get to the surface and then be able to bloom and grow. So there's a lot of the journey of the lotus that happens in darkness. And that can kind of be a beautiful example of earth life until we begin to awaken. And even in the beginnings of awakening, if we think about it, the lotus moves through the mud and that's when it's maybe not necessarily awakened. But then as it moves through the mud and it starts to move through the water, as it's going up higher and higher, it's getting a little bit brighter and a little bit brighter and a little bit brighter until finally it reaches the surface. And that's when it can really expand and grow with light and higher consciousness. And so I think earth is really different experiences of the mud and the water to then get to the surface. And then we can still experience earth at the surface of the water like the lotus does. And so part of that within karma, we can really kind of, you know, shift karmic loops or karmic cycles when we understand and embrace what we consider to be mistakes. So the spirit world will always say that it's not about mistakes as we see them, but choices, which lead to outcomes, which always lead to learning. Sometimes those outcomes need to be repeated. Sometimes we get them right away, right? But it's all about the learning potential. So when we look at mistakes, for the most part, again, I'm I'm generalizing because some people could say, you know, this specific story or this specific incident, what about that? I'm talking in general here. Um, mistakes can be seen as mistakes or they can be seen as choices with outcomes. And I'm purposely not even using consequences because sometimes a mistake can lead to the most beautiful outcome. 
the most beautiful change in your life trajectory that started from a mistake. So it's not necessarily a consequence, right? And sometimes even a mistake that you made that had a consequence then also led to the most beautiful outcome because you grew so much from it. So let's dive into why we make mistakes, right? We really essentially are here to learn. Like I said, earth school is all about learning. And we learn through making choices. Now, when we make choices with consciousness, we are less likely to make a big blunder, make a big mistake because we're consciously feeling into it. But what happens is as we're growing up, we tend to not be as conscious and thinking through what we're doing. I mean, we can compare that to like teenage years. Hormonally, we're not thinking totally clearly as we would maybe as an adult, but there's also a consciousness to that. So that's a hormonal reason. But then we have to look at the level of consciousness a person has. And in that level of consciousness, how willing are they at any given point in time to look at who they really are? to look at the motivations of why they're doing what they're doing. That's where the key comes in. The more conscious we are, the more our mistakes can turn into conscious choices, which then have better outcomes. So really it's about changing perspective. So there are a lot of people who ruminate on their mistakes in this lifetime. And I'm one of them. I have made some mistakes in my life that I look back on and I shake my head and I think, what the heck was I thinking? How was I thinking that? Or, you know, I'll look at who I was in that moment and feel so incredibly not that person now. But instead of judging it and judging the mistake or judging the choice that I cannot go back and change, I can't, but I can go back and learn from it and question, what was I thinking in that moment? What was my emotional landscape like? What was my, say, health landscape like? What were the factors contributing to the fact that I made that decision? And knowing what I know now, what can I do differently even from that lesson from before? Right? I might not feel like that aspect of myself anymore, but what can I still learn from that, bringing it forward now? And so a big piece is how conscious are we willing to be, not only in our decisions moving forward, but in reviewing the past mistakes, Right? Because we can easily look back on the times where we've done really good things. And I've done really good things too, as have you. We all have. We are good people anyways. But we've also done things that we cringe on. And it's about not getting stuck in that. When I talked to Spirit about this in my life review, when I had my NDE and we reviewed my life, the highs and the lows... I remember very much that there was no judgment on anything. There was simply love and the desire to be held through the witnessing of those experiences. And that is so incredibly true. Kind of, I mean, if we think about it, when you look at younger kids and they make a mistake and you know they're going to make a mistake, but you know that if they make that mistake, they're going to learn so much from it. So you kind of let them make that mistake. That's how spirit sees us. We are so concerned about being judged externally, but what we're failing to miss is that the biggest, harshest judge is actually ourselves. And so that's who we need to make peace with, is ourselves. And so that's where perspective comes in. It's really interesting. I find that in talking to people, 
about mistakes, we can learn some of the most beautiful lessons from others when they share openly their mistakes, their pitfalls, where they fumbled and what they learned from. Those are these amazing stories of life experience. And so if we start to change the narrative of judgment on mistakes and see it like that parent perspective, and again, this is general, but see it like that parent perspective, we can allow people more space to grow and change in the ways they need to. Now, that doesn't mean that we can allow someone to keep causing us pain by their mistakes without setting boundaries. We absolutely can. But when it comes to our own mistakes, we can grow so much when we're not running from the mirror that's being reflected back at us. And so like, for me, I know when I began to, and this is actually in conversation with so many people too, I have to say, I was going to speak solely about myself, but you know, as I'm talking, I'm reflecting on so many different conversations with many different people. But when it comes to mistakes, when people in general start to embrace the lessons and healing and learn the value of it and start to say sorry to whoever they offended, start to say sorry for themselves and for the judgment, start to give forgiveness to others, forgiveness to self, that's when we can start to ignite this amazing growth in self and huge change in consciousness. And so this is where I really want to kind of bring it to the collective level now of what's going on. I have been getting from my guides that we are shifting massively in consciousness right now. And we've been preparing for this. We've been, you know, making movements forward, but we're really in it right now. They called it this, um, galactic quadrant of higher communication and understanding. And what that means is spirit is coming in to communicate more because we are more open to receiving it. A big, huge factor in why we are becoming more open and how we can open more is by releasing the hold that our ego has. This is a huge piece right now. And this is why a lot of people are being pushed to the brink if they haven't already started to come to terms with the egoic aspects of self. And what I mean by that is the parts of self where the ego is trying so hard to keep you safe that is essentially preventing you from uh, confronting the reality of your mistakes. Where did you do harm to somebody? Where did you do something wrong, say something wrong, upset someone, whether you meant it or not, but have you made amends for it? Have you made it right for yourself? And sometimes in some cases, we can't make amends for it with other people. It's not possible, but what you can do is you can talk to their higher self and then you can also forgive yourself and then change your perspective. What did you learn? How can you do better because of that? There's nothing better than when someone makes a big mistake and they own up to it and then they say, you know what I learned from it? I learned this and you know what I'm going to do differently now is this. And then when you see that put in action, like that is this amazing life growth energy and awareness that is just, it has huge ripple effects. So collectively, we are being pushed into this kind of energy and that's being reflected in dream state, in relationships of all different kinds. We're mirroring stuff at each other right now to essentially close out the old outdated loop now for the collective of humanity of karmic baggage. And this is really cool. And this is why this follows on the heel of the karmic wheel podcast I did, because 
By closing out or finalizing or finishing these karmic loops that we've had in the past, we are holding a greater collective frequency for the future. Now, to tie into that as well, there are more children coming in now with souls that are not coming in with ancestral karma or baggage. Many that are here right now making the mistakes, but changing and growing from the mistakes and not repeating the mistakes are changing the frequency so that more souls can come into earth life with uh, less or no karmic baggage. No baggage from a lifetime before, no baggage that's going to be triggered by ancestral biological lines. They're coming in in a different frequency. And so, excuse me, all of us right now doing the work and confronting our mistakes, confronting our areas needing forgiveness, changing our perspectives of judgment into growth and awareness are changing the frequency for those souls. Because again, we are massively changing the structure and the dynamic of relationships and interaction on our planet right now. We are literally right in it, in the thick of it. This is such exciting times right now. So the more that we make space in looking through, you know, the lessons in our journeys, forgiving ourselves and holding the higher frequency, the more we're doing a part, a huge, huge, massive part, and I can't express that enough, in changing the collective awareness, stepping it into 5D consciousness. We're literally doing it right now. And so I find that so exciting. Now, at the same time, what this is also doing is changing the frequency, not only of our mind and consciousness and awareness, but the frequency of our bodies. Because when we hold on to judgment, shame, guilt, um, anything that keeps us looping a cycle, whether it be with somebody else or again, within our own narratives, We're actually dimming the light in our physical frequency of our bodies, making us more susceptible to uh, illness, disharmony, inflammation is a big one. Holy moly, is inflammation in your body ever a huge, huge indicator of uh, judgment, shame, guilt, that kind of thing, anger as well. So if you notice there's inflammation in your body, try and feel into what it's telling you. What what is there? What needs to come up and surface? And you may be surprised that when you allow it space to surface and then you look at it with a lens of love for yourself and who you were in that moment, where you are now, how much you have grown, you will totally change that frequency and that is a big deal and then your inflammation will start to go down. It's amazing. Energy is huge. And so by doing this, we are also going to change the physical frequency of our body, which also helps us hold a higher soul consciousness, which then brings us into this whole new frequency of better embodied partnerships, which I've kind of teased a little bit and talked about um, for 2024. And so some of you asked, well, why not 2023? It's not that 2024 suddenly just starts January 1st and we're in embodied partnerships. As with anything, if you think of the wind, the wind usually starts with a small breeze that then gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So for some of you, you might already be in embodied partnerships with divine counterparts. You may have already been in that for years already because there will be some already. What I'm talking about is how Spirit was saying by 2024, we were on track that so many people would have awakened into their higher consciousness 
into digging into their own personal work, knowing themselves, um, ending karmic loops, making peace with their mistakes and changing them from the word mistake to choices and outcomes and growth, that by 2024, there would be a higher proportion of people ready to be paired in higher divine counterpart embodied partnerships. And so that's why we're talking about this right now, because as 2023 comes up pretty soon, we're going to be confronted with more corners of ourselves that need to be cleared, but we don't need to run from that. We need to just look at it, have gratitude for it and be like, wow, thank you for bringing this into my awareness. What can I do now? And move forward with it. I have this beautiful friend, Tony Vandermeerl. She is uh, she's also a spiritual um, regressionist. She does spiritual hypnosis into past lives. She she's just absolutely multifaceted and talented in her offerings. You can connect with her on Avalon Spirit. I definitely recommend you do. But one of the things that she always says about choices and decisions or mistakes that I always love. She's like, why would you sit and beat yourself up about what you did? You can't undo it, but you can just sit and be like, well, what do I do now? And the way she explains it is just so clear and concise. And I have reflected on that so many times because I think that is so true. We are taught to beat ourselves up because we think if I beat myself up, then I will have, you know, at least done the penance for my deed. But that's not true. That's not worth it. I mean, when I look at my kids and if they do something and they mess up and I see how hard they can be on themselves in that moment, I get in there right away and we change the narrative and we talk about it so that they don't sit in that old program of beating yourself up. They sit in a different program now of like, well, what can you do different? And luckily they're in a mindset of being so much more open-minded without many, many years of ingrained beating themselves up That's a really good word right there. But it's changing that narrative so that we are more open-minded, more forgiving, like I said, with self, with others, less judgmental, and just moving forward because that's where we want to go. So what are your choices now moving forward? That all leads into knowing thyself. That leads into embodied partnerships. See, this is all... It's all intertwined. I mean, I could pull in other aspects of how this is all connected in, but coming back to the simple truth that many people are confronting now with this new galactic quadrant of communication and insight and information is looking at where you can release your old narratives, which often come from mistakes or judgments. How you can look at them differently and the way we do that is through gratitude for the lessons of that which they taught us. How you can make amends where needed, which is saying sorry somewhere if you need to somebody, maybe even to yourself, right? Maybe you're saying, I'm sorry, self. I'm sorry, younger version of me for not knowing what I know now. But man, did we ever learn from that? And look what we're doing about it now. That's a big thing. And so making that space, changing those narratives is really setting the stage for the next phase. So don't run from what's coming up. Allow itself to surface, show you what it needs, change it where you need, and move forward knowing that you are at earth school for a reason. You chose to come here as I did. And this is what I do when I'm reshaping narratives of my own. 
And I am choosing to really move forward in the consciousness that I have now because of all of my experiences, as well as the good ones. I'm focusing mostly on the ones that are challenging today, but we are equally as amazing in the things we've done and created and learned from with the humor and the love and all of that. So we pull from all of that to bring in the higher consciousness of self. So we are ready and awakened for these embodied partnerships, this higher consciousness. And I do want to say that these embodied partnerships are not just romantic relationships. These are certain connections maybe you're going to have in business, maybe within your community, community, maybe um, charity work kind of thing. But like the, the pairing of two equal parts of consciousness to bring something more into the world. And that's going to start to change the way society functions. And then eventually the way politics and, and, uh, government bodies function and all of that. So notice where mistakes have been holding you back. Notice or go into what can you do to change those narratives? What do you need and start changing them and then accumulate or write down everything that you have learned from that experience and take it with you as you move forward because you are better for it. You can be a better example. You have grown and evolved and that is something to be celebrated. Our evolution of self within a lifetime should absolutely be celebrated. And know that you matter and you're here for a reason at this time. So I'll leave that with you guys for now. Thank you as always so much for joining me on the show And uh, please do share if you feel that this might help somebody that you know is struggling with something in their past or their decisions or mistakes, please share it with them if you think it might help ease their mind and really embrace this new energy. So I'll leave that with you guys. I do want to make a quick mention that at Avalon Spirit, we are having a 20% off sale. It's Onyx Friday and Quartz Monday sale right now. Um, definitely check it out online. You can use the promo code Onyx Friday, all in capitals. And uh, yeah, you don't want to miss out. That's on all products. So ceremony boxes, bracelets, malas, Avalon or Awakening Avalon Oracle cards. Definitely want to get those. Plus my book, um, Avalon to Aurora. So check it all out, you guys. It's good Christmas shopping and a good deal. So I'll see you guys later. Have a beautiful week. 